0: All right, we are back. It's the ETS Podcast Special Edition with two ladies. How about that? This is going to be awesome. Farron from Kokoro and Hannah from Minnesota Select. This is going to be great. Hope you guys enjoy it. I know that we are. I'm Adam Thielen with my trainer and ETS founder, Ryan Engelbert, and you are listening to the
1: ETS Podcast, fueled by Caribou Coffee and Torque Fitness. ETS is the place to train for all athletes, all abilities, ages 8 through the professional level. Let's go.
0: All right, let's do this. We got Farron and Hannah with us today. Super excited about this. Um, You know, let's let's just start out with you, Farron, you know, at at Kikoro, what you're doing there. I know we've heard numerous stories of how um, these athletes love working with you and and all you're doing there. But uh, just give us a little background of who you are, you know, what sports you played growing up, you know, where you grew up and kind of how you got to where you are now.
2: Yeah, so I am from a really small town in Wisconsin. It's called Edgar. All
0: oh, these Wisconsin guys. <laughs> Look at that. Hey. Not, not a Packers. Yeah, fan. go yeah. Pack, go. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Um.
2: So yeah, I grew up there. I played three sports in high school: did volleyball, basketball, and track. Um. From there, received a scholarship to Minnesota State Mankato. Go Mavs. Go Mavs. <laughs> um, competed there for five years. Uh, was a four-time All-American pole vaulter. And. No big yeah. So we
3: do have one athlete yeah, from Nicated yeah. here.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, right. And yeah, from there, um, went on to get my master's degree in sport management and joined ETS about two years ago.
0: Love it. Yeah. Love it. And uh you, Hannah, same thing. You know, just uh we're doing this to get to know you guys, you know, as as our listeners. What is it now? Are we up to a billion trillion? I think we're
3: well over a billion yeah. listeners. We got a lot time, of listeners. So. <laughs> Might be trillion by yeah. launch. So don't it, be like nervous, it, yeah. but
0: but yeah, just uh, uh, curious about you know your background, you know where you grew up, uh, what sports you played, and and kind of how you you got to where you are now. You know, working with the Minnesota Select players and and uh, all you're doing there.
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm originally from St. Cloud, Minnesota. I graduated from St. Cloud Apollo. I played volleyball and then I ran track. And then from there I went on to play collegiate volleyball at UW River Falls and then majored in health and human performance. And I was also an all-American, not four times. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a conditioning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, got started with ETS and got into Minnesota Select with the volleyball background as well. So I have a little perfect mix between strength and conditioning and volleyball now.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and so when we, 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 we've done, you know, a few episodes so far mm-hmm. and every time the topic we, we bring up is, is how do we get female athletes in, in the gym? And, and what is, you know, there's a stigma around it, right? Like females don't, you know, feel comfortable maybe around some of the athletes and things like that. So what are your guys' experience with with sports performance? And then how have you seen how ETS has kind of changed that and how inviting it is to female athletes to want to get better, right? At the end of the day, there's a ton of female athletes that are phenomenal athletes and how they can benefit from this. You know, what are your guys' experience? We'll start with you, Farron.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of girls come in very timid and shy because they don't know what they're doing, especially if it's their first time weight training. And usually they're kind of scared of it at first because it's it's intimidating, you know, big iron bar- bars and whatnot. And what I like to instill is confidence. So I always tell them head up, chest up, shoulders back, eyes straight forward, like, you know, hit this dead on. And when they do that in the gym, you know, I get numerous emails from parents like, my daughter's so much more confident just the way she walks, just the way she talks. And I kind of bring the environment where like, we're here, like let's socialize before we get started. But once that, you know, music turns on, we're heading straight into our workout. And I really like them to incorporate and kind of be like well-mixed with each other, different ages, because you know, you have a 10 year old talking to an 18 year old and it's just so awesome to see that bond. And you know, they can come together through weight training and getting better and you know, that common and same goal. So I think that's helped tremendously with them, you know, being more comfortable. And then also seeing a female trainer in there like showing up as a bad I'm like, let's go. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be tough on you guys, just like a male would. So yeah, I think that's made a huge difference. That's great.
1: We're going to take a very quick break here to not only thank our sponsor, Caribou Coffee, but also make a few cups of coffee to fuel us for the rest of this episode. Download the Caribou Perks app today in the app store and order ahead to have your coffee waiting for you.
0: Hannah.
4: Um, so I think from a performance perspective, my background and experience, I learned a lot about myself in college with strength and conditioning. Cause I had to figure out that I was drawn to the weight room for different reasons than your typical female. So kind of bridging that gap between all the variations, different kinds of girls has been an experience for me, especially with ETS. It's been a lot of, um, trying different things, knowing your audience, things like that. Um, when I was originally at river falls, I noticed that I loved the environment when the male athletes were in there cause it was hype. Everybody was screaming. It was loud. It was nuts. Everybody was having a blast. Even the weak guys, like the kickers, you know, receivers, no offense, <laughs> you no know. Bad, no <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> exactly. And it was like, they were just all on the same page of the fact that each person is working at their own pace, progressing from where they're at. And the whole dynamic just changed when a female team came in. And I was kind of like, hmm, like, I think I should just start working out with the football team. And it was gradually like, you know, one thing at a time, domino effect, it was me. And then it was another volleyball girl. There was a couple soccer girls. And then it was, it just continued and so um, I don't think that I was the start of that but my generation at River Falls definitely changed the stigma with women in the weight room and having you know a big bald guy at the head of the room with a bunch of girls mm. like we can do that we got this shit. like <laughs> yes you guys are made up differently you know physically or like biologically and physiologically but we can do anything we're just at a different level and so um, yeah bringing that into select I think that I've shown a lot of those girls that being strong can be cool. You can still be feminine or you can not be feminine, like encouraging you guys to be wherever you are at whilst, you know, encouraging positive lifestyles, staying fit, improving your game, improving who you are as a person, like all of that encompasses each other and just keeping that door open to the fact that the weight room is not for one type of person. And, you know, our positions are exactly like the open door for that. So.
0: Do mm-hmm. I fall into the soft part? Like the kickers and... The is I mean, that- not all
3: wide receivers do, but I think but I'm, you're getting yeah. older. I mean, you're in 40s now. It's
0: true. Fragile. Football you know. years, I'm like 100. Yeah, so. Right. Like yeah. when's the last
4: time you hit a PR on like a compound movement, like squatter bench? Actually,
0: actually, I think I am uh, at a PR right now. I think you are too. So what we're doing, we're doing <laughs> some pretty cool things. It's not about these guys. Yeah, uh, it's it's not not right. <laughs> we don't need the pump as go anymore. <laughs> but with that, so for our listeners,
3: right? Like... Farron at Kokoro, Hannah at Minnesota Select. I mean, you guys are in charge of hundreds of athletes. Like you're training every team. Like there's 300, 400 athletes, right. That you're training. And, um, you know, from my perspective of of what I get to hear, right. The emails that, you know, Farron and Hannah, you guys forward over the phone calls, like you guys are making an impact, like far beyond the performance side, you know, and they're going to get stronger, they're going to get faster, they to be able to jump higher, they're going to be able to react quicker. That's what they do when they take part in our systems, right? And you guys tweak things to match the ability level of the athletes. That's going to happen. But what drives me, what drives Adam, what drives Heidi, what allows us to keep growing and is so passionate about are those stories, like the confidence, the self-esteem. Those are the things that you can't teach, right? Um, and I just want to say, like, from getting to know both of you as well as I do now the past couple of years, like the leaders that you guys are, um, in, in front of all these, these athletes is inspiring, you know, with a daughter that is 10, going to be 11, like you are the people I want to train my daughter. You know, I, I trust my, my son, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, you're doing a phenomenal job. And with that being said, I guess, what are some of the things? And again, we'll, we'll start with Hannah this time first, right? (laughs) What would you say is like the most rewarding thing as far as like being in the role you're in and being around hundreds of athletes, like what makes you tick? You know, inside, that's mm. the most rewarding for you?
4: Um, that's a good question. Actually, I was just thinking about this the other day specifically because we've been at Minnesota Select since December technically. And I had a girl who she's 14 and she's like, I couldn't even pick up a 15 pound dumbbell when we first started. And we've only done in-season training and I'm putting it over my head. And I was just like, let's go. Like, <laughs> you know, like that's just what gets me juiced up. And the rest of the night, I felt like I had just a little bit more like pep in my step because it's more about those personal interactions. Um, what makes me the feel the most fulfilled and encouraged to continue is like, especially when girls are like, Hey, what did you squat? And I'll be like, you know, tell them my answer <laughs> and they'll be like, I want to do that. I'm like, Bet, do it in That's less time awesome. than I did. Right, you know, right. like I'm glad that I can set a bar for you to exceed, but also like you don't want to be better than me, you want to be better than yourself. And so those little personal conversations where girls are coming in telling me something about, you know, what they learned in class today, what they did with their parents over the holiday, um, creating relationships for not just for the moment, but for the rest of their career and continuing on. I always say, if you need a reference, if you need anything in your recruiting video about your speech. Or change the direction, I'm your girl. Like I will let them know where you're at to take you to wherever you would like to go next. So just giving people one extra step ahead to get their goal. I mean, and that's, you know, cliche, but at the end of the day, we're all just people on our own walk of lives trying to do exactly what's best for us. And I like being, you know, 0.0% or 0.01% of somebody's story.
3: For sure. Awesome. Parent, kind of same question. What internally drives you to to be elite at what you do every day?
2: Yeah, so I would say um, the relationships that I build. You know, not only with athletes but with parents as well. And I always want to be that person that they can come to no matter what happens. So if they go off to college, something happens. You know, they're in a hole, they're in a rut. Like they can come to me, they can message me, text me, call me, whatever they need. And Especially in today's society I think girls really struggle with self-image and social media just plays a huge factor into that and you know, I've seen Like things where they're struggling at home and I always want to be that light for them every time they walk in the door How's it going? How's your day? How's school? How are we doing in school? Like if they're struggling like okay well if you need to stay after and sit in my office and study or get your homework done by all means do it like we need to get it done you know how important it is. things like that and being able to build relationships with the parents as well. Um I have a couple of my boot camp parents and they're just like, us like I went on a run with my daughter and we were just thinking, Farron keeps saying, push, push, you got this, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to stick that in their mind. And um, you know, training with Mackenzie, BB too, she's like, I'm like, when you're giving labor, I'm literally going to be in your head. Let's go, McKenzie. (laughs) I'm like, that's just so awesome to hear that. You know, they're like during their tough, challenging times, they can hear me saying, you got this. You can overcome anything and you can push through anything that, you know, comes your way.
0: We'll get back to the interview in just a second, but we wanted to take some time to thank our sponsors, Caribou Coffee and Torque Fitness. First of all, for anybody who knows me knows that I love coffee and I have at least three to four cups a day and I've been a caribou drinker for as long as I can remember. I can't get enough of their coffee when I'm heading to practice, run around with Kate and the kids. I always pull up the Caribou Perks app, order ahead, and my order is waiting for me. Thanks again to Caribou Coffee for fueling the ETS podcast, and be sure to download Caribou Perks app today
1: so that you can order ahead on your next visit. We'd also like to thank Torque Fitness, who provides all of our equipment at all ETS facilities across the country. Torque has been unbelievable to work with to help fuel our growth. And not only do they provide commercial equipment, they also provide personal home gym equipment. So whether you need just a pair of dumbbells or a full home gym, Torque is your one stop shop. Now, let's get back to the podcast.
0: So so something that I, I really love and you guys had just kind of touched on it, but um, it, about ETS is the, the stories outside of sports. Right. So so these athletes um, that have, you know, it's it's changed what they do in the classroom. It's changed what they do, at uh, their attitudes, things like that. Have you guys heard any stories from parents or athletes of how how it's really since starting to work with you guys and ETS of how it's changed that their outlook on things or 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 their motivation, things like that? Because we hear them all the time and it's my favorite thing to hear about. So just curious if you guys had anything on that.
2: Yeah. So I had an athlete that was really struggling with depression and she's always would come up to me like, how are you so happy all the time? How are you always smiling? How do you have so much energy? And I'm just like, every day I wake up is a choice to know, to better myself and to wake up and be grateful. You know, God gave us this day, like, let's make something out of it. You know, we need to cherish every single day. And I just kept reminding her of that. And, you know, finally she like made the choice to like seek help for herself and now she she comes in every day with a smile on her face she's so happy to be there she's so happy to be alive and it it's honestly like i her story really brought tears to my eyes when she was going through that you know phase in her life and i'm so happy that you know she got that help and ets was something where she could you know let a lot of that like stress and steam out and kind of was that second home to her so it was That's really amazing. good to be a That's part incredible. of that, that journey mm-hmm.
4: Well, my example is a little bit uh, less big picture, (laughs) but it's a good one. (laughs) Um, So at Minnesota Select with COVID, we have parent volunteers that help monitor like temperatures at the door. And so I've periodically met a few parents throughout the last few months of the season, and we work with a couple really young girls. We have an 11's team. So some of them are nine, some are 10, some of are 11. And one day, one of the girls on the 11's team looks at me. She's like, how do you do this over and over and over again? And I just looked at her and I said, kid, I live for this. I was like I love this stuff like jumping jacks that's my jam like whatever we're doing that's what I like to do and she was like really like even on the days when you don't feel like working out I was like yeah I was like you got to pull yourself up like Do you want to get a good grade on your test? Do you want to win your next game? Like you have to take the steps and push yourself when you're in those situations. And her mom was the volunteer the following week. And she said, I'm so happy that you talked to my daughter last week. She studied every single day for her exam on Friday because she said that sometimes it's not always glamorous because Mm -hmm. that's what you told her about wanting to be successful. And it just made me smile because it really is all in the little things. Like even though it was a habit for a week, my hope and my intention is that that will become a month and then a year and then a lifetime so that they just get and the habit of following in the footsteps and hopefully being better than me, you know?
3: For sure. Those are, I mean, awesome stories. And obviously I, it's no surprise to me to hear those from both of you. We know the impact you're both making. And um, and with that, so I guess with that being said, again, hundreds of athletes that you're both training and numerous teams that, you know, select, Minnesota Select, and Kokoro. So we talk so much about, we're so much more than just training athletes to to jump higher, run faster, perform better, right? Um, but with that being said, when these teams are going and they're competing and they're they're winning tournaments and they're traveling all over the country, right? Because these, these are the highest level club volleyball um, programs there are, right? How gratifying is that for both of you to see the success that the teams are having with the great leadership that both these programs have? Like how much how much pride do you guys take in in that success and um, being a part of the, the journey with them?
4: I love yeah. it. I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you Go off. Um, I feel like my experience when I watch the girls play in that facility at Minnesota Select, I get goosebumps when I see them get a kill and they're all juiced up and they're all celebrating because it goes like we mentioned so much far beyond training, like the relationships that they're making amongst each other, understanding that sweat and grit and heart Work is not for men, it's for everybody. Um, I literally can feel myself getting goosebumps right now just because that's where I've felt the best about my life is in those scenarios. So when I see other people living that and taking it so much farther, um, that's why I like to do what I do. And that's why I like to wake up in the morning is because of their attitude towards their performance as well. And we all feed off of each other. And so the hundreds of numbers or the hundreds of girls that we have in numbers seems like, holy crap, how do you do that? But it's just the more energy, you know, the more perspective, the more competition, and so over time, after we build that credibility and are all on the same page and open about what we're trying to do, it's just the more more perspective and higher performance. For
2: sure. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Like, I love seeing them and getting, you know, messages like, oh, we took first or we beat like the hardest team that was there. And it is rewarding because, you know, I tell them every day, like, you have to love the grind. You have to want to be here. You have to buy in because it's going to correlate 100% to what you do on the court. If you want to win the games, you know, we have to bring that blood, sweat and tears to the gym. Like literally, I got band-aids in my, I can't tell you how many times girls have asked for band-aids from the turf and whatnot, but yeah, it's, I think they're starting to realize like, wow, we can be really good when we want to be and when we want to work hard.
0: A quick break for a thank you to our sponsor Torque fitness. If you are finally ready to put in that home gym, reach out to Torque Fitness and their design team will work one-on-one with you to create your dream training space. They've been great partners for us at ETS and helped us create our dream space for all of our athletes. And we know they will do the same for
3: you at your home. All right, I got one for you. Put you both on the spot here. So, I mean, we've talked about this. There's billions of listeners, right? But (laughs) in particular, the families of Kokoro athletes. This is it even more, just so you know. Oh my gosh. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Is it, What's beyond trillions? Anyway, we'll get to that later. But we want them to get to know you, you gals more, right? So like, give us one or two things, right? That that your athletes don't know about you, Farron, that you're, that the parents don't know about you. Let's spill some secrets here so they can oh get to know you a little more. So one or two things. Tea. Hannah, one or two things that they don't know about you. Interests you have, hobbies. Let's go. We're going to learn something new yeah. here.
0: That's why we're doing it, right? Just to get to know you guys. And, and so these parents just you know, feel more comfortable than they already do with you guys. And, and maybe it's, it's, it's these athletes that aren't with you guys yet, but it will be in the future. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and for us, we love this. This is great. And we're going to keep
3: talking because you guys are still thinking just delaying. Yeah, we're delaying the <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's so hear about cool it. Ones. Hannah, you want to go first?
4: Something personal. Ooh. Um, Right. Um, well, a little something weird, well, different, I would say. Um, my dad is an accountant and he's always been a really, really gritty, hardworking guy, like 100 hour weeks yeah. during tax season. And he's always been that guy. However, uh, when I was growing up, instead of doing like uh, tea parties and typical like daughter things, yeah. he would take me to old car shows. And so uh, I always got used to going, you know, down the road, drive seven miles, and he'd be like, you can tell by the headlights, this is a 69, like he had all those conversations. <laughs> so I'm a weird, uh, kind of old old school car geek. Oh, I, like I like that, that's, that's, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah. that's
3: really cool.
2: That's cool. Um, I grew up on a dairy farm. I don't think okay. a lot of girls could ever picture that. Yeah, so I had, had to wake up, do the chores before school, go to practice after, do some more chores, um, know how to drive a tractor some <laughs> some real country stuff there. That's um, good though. We,
0: that's good. That's good. A uh, little absolutely. Uh, yeah.
2: Four wheelers, go karts had all of that. Snowmobiles. Um. So yeah. I never would have guessed that when I started. I know. I get I I that we a lot. Together. See, yeah.
4: that's why we. do That's this. what this I'm talking about. <laughs>
3: that's great. Adam, your turn. What's one thing that uh, mm-hmm.
0: maybe the girls don't don't know? Oh, <laughs> uh, I think most people know everything about me. So, yeah. but. Yeah, you're right. I do like to play golf. I don't know if you guys knew that. I knew that. No, but well, will just, you know, before we end it, you know, we just appreciate all you guys are doing. I mean, the stories that, that Ryan gets and that we get of, of hearing how you guys are impacting these kids and just having this conversation now, just uh, understanding that, that you guys are doing a great job and, and really impacting these, these athletes and especially female athletes. So it's so important to us here at ETS of, of you know, getting rid of that stigma and, and understanding that we can help you And that we can help you outside of sports too, like you guys said, and so many great stories about that. So thanks for all you guys do. You guys are doing a great job. Keep up the great work. And uh, again, ETS wouldn't be ETS without you guys and and the rest of the directors.
2: Yeah, Thank you guys for, you know, creating this awesome company that, you know, has impacted so many athletes and parents. So. For sure, that's all right. I it, just so up. Awesome <laughs> to be a part <laughs> I just of, out of here. <laughs> Well, like, like I said many of times,
3: there would there would not be two, there wouldn't be three, there wouldn't be 15 ETSs without incredible leadership like the two of you. So we're blessed to have both of you, and and we're just getting started. As we said that a million times, but that's there's revelish, bigger and better absolutely. things to go. So sure. thank you, thank you, ladies. Thanks
1: guys. Yeah,
2: thank you.
3: Thanks for listening to the
1: ETS Podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at ETS Performance HQ and visit our website at ETSperformance.com for more information on ETS and how we can help you become a better athlete and a more elite individual.